I agree with Poland. Don't let them in. It's like, we, we don't let any Muslim refugees in. Why? And folks, you know, that's, that's like the classic example. I know it's anecdotal, but it's proven true. They haven't let one Muslim immigrant and they have had zero terrorist attacks. And I remember, I mean, I, I posted it and that reporter was like, well, that sounds very racist. And the guy's like, we don't care. We're safe. You're not. You can sit there and pearl clutch all you want and stand on your principles like, well, we don't believe in being Islamophobic. But then Poland's like, well, we haven't had one terrorist attack. We don't care what you think. We don't want the Muslim refugees in here because we know once you open that door, <laughs> terrorists start flooding in. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. and welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast what's going on folks happy to be back it is a beautiful uh, overcast Wednesday afternoon here in downtown and Dallas out at uh, Shellshock CBD HQ. Glad to be back. Sorry I missed the show yesterday, folks. I had the plumber come out to the new house, had to get the furniture delivered, a lot of stuff coming down the pipes. And again, as you know, family always comes first. That's how it always has to be. Um, excited to be here. Missed you guys. Appreciate all the love and support. Got a lot of messages. Like, oh, there's no show today. I try and do updates over on Twitter. I apologize. I forgot to update. Dude, I have been running around. Like a chicken with my head cut off. Speaking of chickens, they laid their first egg. I was excited. I was excited for that. Congratulations. One did. Pecky, she's my favorite. <laughs> I don't know. It works. A little, little uh they're pulling their weight now, finally. I'm I'm hopeful they're gonna continue laying. And it was awesome because I posted it on Facebook and there was just a lot of people out there that were uh giving me a lot of great feedback and talking about uh, you know, take the chicken shells, crush them up, feed them back to the chickens. It's great protein sources. And the other thing that works out is like some kind of weird ecosystem in the, in the way it works is in the pool, we have a lot of crickets out there, and crickets are wonderful for chickens. So I empty out like the uh the, the pool filters and I dump it in front of the chickens, they just go ham on these crickets. So it's like, yeah, works. It works out. Anyway, I missed you guys. I know you missed me. I, I mean, why why would you uh, not miss me in this show? It's been great. Um, have you heard the latest about Israel? It's a joke. Huh? It's a joke. Everything's about Israel right now. Not that I'm against Israel. That's not a. It's not the. It's just it's dominated the news cycle for. Two weeks, and now we're starting to see the repercussions of a lot of people out there supporting Hamas, supporting Palestine, and just being just straight-up anti-Semitic. And that's that's why there's some blurred lines right now, especially on Twitter, um, of people just coming out fully anti-Semitic. It's not even being hidden anymore. And I've said this for a while now. There are massive movements of anti-Semitism within America that people... I think just kind of flowed mainly underground, but now it's really surfaced more than I've ever seen before. It's appalling. It's honestly appalling. And you have these, the one side, this is, we don't want to support Israel financially or military aid and stuff like that, which I agree with. Then you have the center. It's just kind of like, well, we don't, uh, you know, we don't want to support them at all. They're not even good allies. And what are the, what are the Jews done for us? Then you got people that just flat out hate Jews. And it's like, good Lord. It's, it seems to be everywhere. So anyway, I've been watching that. We got the currently right now, uh, house is in session and they're voting on the next House Speaker. There's a lot of good things coming out in regards to he's gaining, uh, this is, of course, uh, Mike Johnson out of Louisiana. Don't know a lot about this guy, 
but there seems to be a lot of uh, a lot of good news out there. People are uh, talking about how this guy's probably going to get it. We'll see. Not sure. They've uh, McCarthy, I think, is addressing uh, the House right now. They've already voted the quorum. It's assembled. We're going to see. There seems to be, I think, George Santos out of New York uh, did a Twitter space, said he's very certain that this is going to be the actual speaker. I don't know. We're going to see. Um, the vote is currently going on right now. Hopefully we'll find out by the end of the show if we have a new house speaker because God knows we need it. It's it's getting ridiculous. It is it has gotten ridiculous. Um, but this is part of democracy, folks. I hate it too. It's annoying. Let me fix all the graphics here. I was streaming from the house the other day just trying to check everything to see if it worked, and it did. Um, but before I forget, on Twitter, starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. CST, Rob Knorr, is going to be joining me in a Twitter space. We're going to start doing Twitter spaces on Thursdays and Fridays uh, with my host and co-host, Rob Noor, who's an amazing debater. This man really knows his stuff when it comes to politics. Um, We're going to start out with the debate on Matt Gaetz. You know, I love Rob. I've got nothing but respect for this guy, but we we very... um, we disagree a lot on what Matt Gates has done, and Rob seems to think this was warranted as far as Matt Gates throwing the wrench into the house machine. We'll see. I mean, I'm not going to give away my hand because, you know, Rob's probably listening, and he's going he's gonna to write down what I'm saying to have a counter for it. You know, I would do the same thing to Rob. Rob's a great debater. This guy knows his stuff. So tomorrow at 10 a.m. CST over on Twitter, uh, we'll be hosting our first space. You can join in. We'll be allowing people to talk. It's not going to be just me and Rob. If you want to come in and debate, you want to make your point, be known. You're going to have the opportunity to talk to me directly as well as Rob. So we encourage you to join. Go follow me at John Burke 39. You can go check that out. It'll be at 10 a.m. It might last for an hour, two hours. I don't know, because we have the show starting at 12. Um, I'm excited for it. I listen to a lot of great spaces out there. Hopefully we can get some good attendance of people listening in and weighing in with their opinions. And again, it's John Burke 39 on Twitter. Um, and come tune in at 10 a.m. CST. So how's things been going for you? No complaints, buddy. No complaints. Living the dream. Living the dream. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like this new house, I'm, I'm loving it. Like sitting on the back deck every night, getting a fire started, and then checking out the acreage and just seeing the sunset. It's, oh my God. It feels like I get to go home to uh, a vacation house. Like I love it. I love it so That's much. Great, buddy. I'm proud and of you. I talked to the guy, uh, my next door neighbor, um, and he was like, yeah, that house, was, uh, I think he got it for like 350 I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. I got it for six fifty. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Biden. Oh, my God. Um, is YouTube streaming? Are people saying YouTube's not going? Um, might because I need to add the channel. Sorry about that. I think it's because I've uh, downloaded OBS, and it's not streaming directly to YouTube. But we are on Rumble. We are on Kick. So there is that. I'll get that figured out after the stream. Anyway, I appreciate that. Love and support. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Folks, if you want to support a great company, why not support one whose owners you're actually listening to? Shellshock CBD, we've been established since 2019. We are here for all of your CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, health and wellness needs. We have ashwagandha gummies. We have elderberry gummies. We have uh, apple cider vinegar gummies. We've just launched our nootropic pill. These are for focus and energy. We've got our mushroom 10X, all mushrooms that we talk about that they're really good for you. Check them out. We're excited to do this. It's a fresh launch. And we're, uh, man, we've been going since 2019. A lot of great supporters out there. And I can't even imagine, or I can't even, um, I got, dude, I got so much in my head today. I, I still have to send back the furniture that we got because that dude, uh, oh, she's going to kill me. We went to the furniture store to figure out what we wanted. And the woman rules all. It's her castle. I'm, I'm just there to mow the grass and, you know, do whatever. So we pick out a furniture set. And I tell her, it's like, you know, hey, it's kind of slippery. It's got, it's the leather. It's like a little slippery, a little slick. 
But if that's what you want, we'll do it. So we get the furniture delivered yesterday, and we set it all up. And then last night, we lay on the couch. We've been watching the Pacific. We've been alternating between the Pacific and John Adams. I love watching the Pacific and John Adams. I haven't seen all of John Adams yet, though. But we're laying on it, and it is the most uncomfortable couch I've ever laid on as far as, like, the headrest part on the side. And she wants to cuddle. I'm like, babe, we ain't got room. There's, like, no room on this couch. So... Uh, now we got to send that back, and that's just a pain in the butt. You guys and didn't try it out in the in the store. No, Josh, we didn't. More, we more, more so. We tested she out about a hundred couches. <laughs> she like, didn't test it out. My kids were laid out like they were at she, home. She tells me this last night. Sheila's furniture. probably listening right now. She's gonna kick my ass, but I don't care. And she's like, "So what? We lay on it in the store?" It's like, "Yeah." She goes, "But it has people yeah. asses on." It's like, "I don't care." It's like deal with a hundred asses to the face versus you getting a couch you're stuck with forever. You can put your nose in the cushion and take a sniff. <laughs> test out the headrest. <laughs> she's gonna kill me. But no, we're we have to send that back. And then the pool. Oh my god, the pool is its own thing. Like learning how to operate a pool it's just like between that and then had to have the plumbers come out yesterday because the uh it's a propane system so i've never dealt with propane before it's all new to me we don't i've been sitting there dude and i feel like such a greenhorn but i'm just like where the hell is the water tank where's the water heater at where the hell is Where, where the hell is the water tank and so the plumber comes out and i found the water heater and it only goes up to 120 degrees like i want it hotter than that though and wouldn't let me adjust. So we called the plumbers out. And it's like, yeah, we can run a code and then increase to like 140. That's the top it'll go. It's like, hey, just by chance, where's the water tank? It's like, you don't have one. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it's propane. It basically flows through the water heater, heats it up instantaneously, and then flows it to your, your outlets, maybe the sink, tub. He's like, so realistically, you're never going to run out of hot water. The water tank, it will. And then it has to refill, reheat. This one doesn't. He said, the problem is it calcifies a lot faster because your water is harder out here in the country. He's like, so you have to, you have to drain it like at least once a year, purge it of all the sediment and stuff like that. I was like, okay, that makes sense. So I'm learning about all this stuff. Then the pool guy shows up and I'm trying to figure out, I've got like this thing that plugs into the, the, one of the outlets and it, it runs off of pressure and it's the supposed pliers? to, yeah, yeah, mine's broke. Apparently that's wonderful. And I've been sitting there trying to figure this thing out. And then the guy comes and says, like, well, your pool level's too low. He said, you need to raise the water. So I was like, oh, okay, let me undo the hose. Like, no, no, there's a valve right there that actually has a runoff from your actual um, water line that fills the pool. It's like, oh, sweet. So I do that, and it's still not working. And then he, he tells me all these things. It's like, I feel like I am so out of my element right now. Like, I'm learning everything about the water system, the septic tanks, all this stuff, which I'm, I'm picking it up. But it's like, it's a whole new world out there. And then my chicken lays an egg. So it's like, this is great. Farmer John over here. And I ordered my bees. The bees come in March of next year. Uh, nice. Ordering the hive. And um, what, what would people think about Delta 8 honey? I think it's a good idea. We could start this now. But then I could also do our own home growth. Because apparently I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on this. That um, YouTube or university. Oh, my God. I mean, it's thank God for YouTube. I know. You know, it really definitely helps. Like when you want to break into dirt in certain areas that you have no expertise in. And it's like, well, at least have a good foundation that you can learn some of these lessons from YouTube. So I've been watching and like this one gentleman who has got a large YouTube following based upon this kind of stuff. And he said like his first yield and his first uh, first year was like like two or three gallons of honey. Then his second yield because he expanded it. He said like his second yield was 55 gallons of honey. I'm like, oh, my God. Imagine we did 55 gallons of honey, mixed it with Delta 8, and we had Delta 8 honey. Homemade, homegrown right here in Texas, Delta 8 Shell Shock CBD honey. Mm. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. We're thinking about it. I mean, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You had me so. at septic tank. <laughs> you had me at septic tank. Oh, my God. Uh, Chad, keep me updated on the House vote. I know they're still doing opening statements and stuff like that. If you could, watching this from Rumble and Kick, kick.com slash John Burke or Rumble, John Burke over there. 
Appreciate your guys' love and support over there. Honey sticks, yeah. People are talking about they want, they want that. And we're also streaming on Twitter. I said we weren't going to do it, but, you know, there's a lot of people that do want to watch on Twitter, so we might do that. Um, but anyway, shellshockcbd.com. Folks, you want to support the show, support us over there. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we've got the Hemtees on clearance, $14.99. Uh, they're normally $20. Those are marked down. They're going away. So if you haven't got one, get it now. We appreciate that. Again, uh, also johnburke.com for the, uh, the t-shirts and, uh, we're going to be posting articles over there here starting shortly. A lot of, a lot of irons and a lot of different fires, man. I'm all over the place. So I apologize for being gone so much. Um, it's just life, man. And life comes first. Family comes first. It's just the way it goes. And you don't pay me to do this anyway. I mean, we're doing this because, you know, we love, this is just our forte. We love doing this. Anyway, all right, let's get started with the news, folks. There's a lot of things to cover. Um, and yes, Israel is going to be in the news. I know people are just, I feel like they've been so inundated with news on Israel, Hamas, yada, yada, yada. It's it's getting a little tiresome, but it is the news. So let's get into it. Right off the bat, we've got uh, Speaker Election Livewire. Louisiana emerges as center of GOP universe as Mike Johnson as the gavel. I believe he has like a 74% approval on the Liberty score. I don't know a lot about this guy. If he does get elected, I think he will be Louisiana's first time as actually having a House Speaker commemorative. Um, all we need it to be is a black lesbian. He's <laughs> just checking all the boxes at that point. I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, Representative Mike Johnson, fourth-term conservative who is currently the vice chairman of the House GOP conference, has the Speaker's gavel within reach and seems to be on the brink of ascending into, pre into the presidential line of secession on Wednesday afternoon. When the House gavels in at noon, it is certainly possible that Johnson, a former conservative talk show host and columnist who has been active in the religious liberty world of the American right, emerges as the 56th Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. We will see. We don't know. Um, again, that vote is still going on right now. Right now. So we're, we'll wait and see. I just know that we, <laughs> Congress needs to figure this out. Or excuse me, the House needs to figure this out. It's been like, what, two weeks, three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks without a speaker. Now. And to flatten the curve. <laughs> wear the mask, flatten the curve. Absolutely. It, it's, it's gotten ridiculous, man. But we'll, we'll keep you posted on this one as we go, folks. Um, let me open up the YouTube and I'm going to keep this muted uh, because I'm, I'm eyeing this. I've got this on the back uh, burner to see how it goes. And once they even initiate the vote, it's going to take a minute. So um, let me pull this up, make sure it's muted. There we go. All right. So we got that going. I, I hope it happens. I hope it, ha I but I don't know anything about this guy. Honestly, I don't know how, um, I don't know his, uh, his history. I don't know a lot about it. And I know that people are gonna do a lot of digging on that. Um, I saw a video clip of him after he was on Tucker Carlson after Trump gave his uh, his speech uh, mm -hmm. and Nancy Pelosi ripped up. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And he was saying that was illegal because it, they are the original documents. Mm -hmm. So like she was breaking the law. So it's Pelosi. It's Democrats. Like, you know what? It's what they do. Okay. It's what they do. Uh, let me get this squared away. There we go. Got it. Got it. We are so professional on this show. We are so professional. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going, folks. Uh, next, um, a lot of the anti-Semitism emerging from college campuses around the world. And I want to talk about Ron DeSantis shutting down Palestinian protests in Florida. People are attacking DeSantis and saying this is a, uh, a strike against free speech. Well, it's not that simple. It goes deeper than that. But of course, you know, the MSM is going to report on the very cosmetic surface level act of banning, quote unquote, free speech. It's not free speech. That's not what they're doing. 
It's, that's much more in depth. It's, you know, we've seen this repeatedly as far as the MSM and now a lot of people that are against the DeSantis camp, specifically uh, the types of like Candace Owens has come out against DeSantis hard on a lot of the stuff. And then she had to retract and then retweet. Um, she's had just horrible takes as of late. Like, and normally I don't really agree with her uh, all the time. It's, but as of late, it, it's been a lot of bad takes, a lot of bad takes. She's not for DeSantis trying to quell these, uh, these protests because she says when has that ever worked out as far as um trying to prevent people from speaking out against israel in fact it, it creates more chaos towards the people you're trying to ban it's like it's not that simplistic it, it, it again it goes and we're gonna read the article um but she basically i think she deleted the tweet and had to retweet and said oh this is what's actually going on it's like well you figure with somebody that has like as many followers as you do yeah. you'd probably do a little bit of, a little bit of research just a tad bit instead of just tweeting right off the bat like it's different for me from like having ten thousand followers to someone that has like over a million. And I mean, I wish I had over a million. I mean, at one point I did and I got banned, but here we are trying to, you know, scratch our way back to the service. So if you're watching on Twitter, retweet it, help us out. I'm dude, I'm not growing on Instagram. I've been at like almost 9,000 for, I don't know how long, but Twitter, it just seems like we can blow up. Yeah. I never saw that coming, but and I'm still not the biggest fan of Elon Musk, but you know, um, article comes to us from Breitbart. It says glory to our martyrs. George Washington University students project pro-terror messages on campus buildings. Uh, not too long ago, we saw the San Francisco High School have a walkout of people that were actually supporting Hamas. Uh, and then um, this is the other thing that people don't get. The, the, the message that was uh, put on the, on the university, it was projected. It says, free Palestine from the river to the sea. Now, I don't know if they know this or not. Maybe they're just speaking out of ignorance, and they're college students. These are educated idiots at this point. Let's just be honest about this. It's liberal indoctrination grounds. From the river to the sea is a term the Arabs have used, basically exterminating Jews from the river to the sea. It is rooted in just extreme anti-Semitism. Now, some people could use it in a sense of kind of like just it's a saying, a play on words. From the river to the sea, from the, from the window to the walls, the swept, you know, same thing, but it's not. But I think people are using it in that type of context, and I don't think they realize what it is they're actually saying. Yeah. You know, it'd be like saying, uh, well, when it comes to the Jews, final solution. It's like, wait, what? It's like, that, that doesn't mean what you think it means. Or, I mean, actually, it means what you think it means. There's no other way to use that out of context. But this one, poor example. But this one right here, bro, it, it's just, it's insane to me how people are using this just so, like, it, it's okay to be anti-Semitic. You think so? Yeah. You think so? Maybe, maybe. We're talking about the kids in... Uh, well, San Francisco, Every, everywhere. Like, no, no. This is in uh, Washington University. There, it's literally uh, projected. If you're watching the stream live, you can see this. Um, it's it's literally projected onto the side of the building. It says "Free Palestine from the river to the sea." The message is displayed on the campus building in Washington D.C. Read "Glory to our martyrs." That means you're automatically siding yeah, with Hamas. So right. this is a a very deeply rooted anti-Semitic message. And again, these are these are these are school kids. These are college students, supposedly. Well, they got this from their parents, probably. Oh, right? absolutely. They had yeah. to have. Absolutely. So uh, they probably know full well that yeah. it means exterminating the Jewish people. Absolutely. So, And it's, it's just hilarious to me. I mean, it's not really hilarious. It's just ironic that you've seen the progressive liberal left, and that's a lot who is actually endorsing this. I know Tim Cass, uh, guest producer, whoever she is, she's hardcore anti-Semitic. I have never seen it to this level, like praising the uh, the paragliders that that rocketed in and killed uh, innocent Jews. Temples. Yep. Really. Yep. Nothing's happening to her. Interesting. Which I mean, again, you have free speech. Yeah, I'm not yeah, against yeah. it. If you want to side it's with a the terrorists, side same, right? Same. But like, I think people are just. This is such a controversial subject that people 
are, are basically saying that, you know, libertarians especially, that when you say, like, I support Israel's right to defend itself, as I would say that to any country, this does not make Israel special. It yeah. just means that, look, they were attacked. You have every right to retaliate. But libertarians specifically are trying to conflate saying that I stand with Israel's right to defend itself to I want to send our money and troops. I continuously see this. I saw Austin Peterson retweeted uh, one of his followers that said the same thing. I support Israel's right to defense. And then she tagged Austin Peterson and said, oh, I see what you mean now by the libertarians, you know, making the assumption. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, yeah, happens all the time. Libertarians are the biggest idiots on foreign policy. I'm sorry. You know, I used to consider myself a libertarian, but oh, my God. And seeing where they stand on this, like you guys are some of the just just a streak of yellow yeah. down your backside. Like Stop. my God, I'm, I'm I'm not doing labels anymore. <laughs> I'm just a constitutionalist. <laughs> yeah, just I, go by the constitution. We'll get along. I'm an That's American. all. I, yeah, American first. That's it. That's where we're at, man. I That's mean, I where agree at. that we should send um, some people over to get the hostages. The hostages, and that's where it gets even deeper into the ways. Like, well, then you support Israel being militants, it's like, or going after them with military. It's like, well, those are our people. Yeah, those are thirty innocent American hostages. It's like, well, it's not our problem. It's like, it is. Those are American citizens. Yeah. Those Would are Americans. Would you want them to go after you if you were over there? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like yeah. any situation, really. Because, folks, here's the deal. Like, I thought about visiting Israel not so long ago. I wanted to do kind of like a, uh, a tour of, say, for example, the Mediterranean and, like, start with Egypt and go see some of the sites. But I'm going to tell you right now, like, listen, um, if you're considering foreign travel right now, I would not advise it. I, I just would not advise it. I'm not doing it. I'm canceling Christmas plans. We were supposed to go to um, uh, Spain for a tango event, Barcelona specifically, excuse me. And we're not going to do that now. And it's not that there's like a massive influx of Muslims over there that have me concerned. But again, when you're traveling abroad, we've seen this president uh, basically set a precedence that if you get captured, he's going to pay the ransom. Yeah. So what he's just done is put a, a bounty on every American's head that lives in proximity to any kind of Middle Eastern culture. Bro, you're taking your life into your own hands at this point. And that's what Biden has done. So great job, Joe Biden. We appreciate that. You really put a target on our back that you're going to nego negotiate with terrorists. It's like, look, I get the fact that you don't want to have Americans captured. And we want to get them home. But there comes a point where it's like you've got to make the decision. Do we negotiate with terrorists? And if you do, they're going to remember that. And they're going to continue striking you on that. And it's led us to where we're at now. I mean, six billion. Was it six million or six billion to Iran? Billion. It was six billion. Nothing's million. One, if it was, yeah, if it was six million. million. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Doesn't make it any better though. Uh, yeah, it's like it's still still six million, but six billion dollars. So each each person is worth like like what one point two billion each each uh, hostage he negotiates. My God, he's terrible. He's horrible. He's horrible. It's you he's know a, a real dummy. Real dummy. Watching the house right now. By the way, they're standing up. They're giving all hoopla. Blah 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 blah. Um, house vote delay. Yeah, it's live right now, so we'll see. Keeping you abreast of the situation. All right, let's continue on. Um, the Stop Anti-Semitism account is now calling on George Washington University President Ellen M. Granberg to immediately expel those involved. The student's pro-terror message comes after the mass murder of Jews. We all know this. Um, Hamas, which also resulted in rape. And I also have a firsthand witness account article written here by a 80-something-year-old uh, grandmother who was abducted by Hamas and uh, talking about the treatment because there has been rumors and speculation out there on Twitter and Instagram as far as people saying, oh, well, they're not treating the hostages that bad. Really? You know, I had a question really? about that. Like, how do we know that they're just not telling these people that they release, that if you say anything bad about us, that we're going to go over here and we're going to rape these people and we're going to dismember them and we're going to really... I wouldn't put it past them. them. Yeah. Would not put it past them. Right? I mean, because they did fly into Israel and start mowing down innocent people and then 
took hostages. Yeah. So I'm not sure that I'm going to believe everything that they say. I agree. Yeah. You got to take it with a grain of salt. There was an article I pulled up. I didn't really delve too much into it. Basically, the New York Times editors had warned the New York Times about running these press stories regarding the hospital being bombed, and the New York Times uh, ignored them and said, you know, we're going to run this story anyway. There's a reasoning behind that. You have to ask yourself, why? Why does the New York Times want to paint Israel as always the bad guy? It's like, I'm sorry, but you have every right to reprisal. And I'm sorry, don't hit me with the innocent Palestinian kids because I'm going to show you right now the message that was projected on that university wall, the indoctrination. You think that's here in America, Mm -hmm. land of the free. How It's tenfold over there. That's what they live their life around. So I'm not saying that there's no such thing as innocent kids, but they're going to come of age to where the point they turn them into little baby terrorists. Let's stop playing games with this. Stop being ignorant. That's just how this works. That's how the Middle East is. Just, uh, yeah. These progressives out there, though, they live in this bubble. Even though I've seen a lot of conservatives, the same thing. You live in a bubble. These people hate you. They want you dead. But yes, we should support the Stop the genocide. Isn't it? So it really makes me wonder, what if the roles were reversed? If Israel went into Gaza and basically murdered 1,200 innocents, quote-unquote innocents, and then Gaza wants to retaliate against Israel, would there do, you? this is something I really want you to think about, folks. Do you really think there would be this much uprising, this much opposition to Hamas, excuse me, Palestine defending itself against Israel, retaliating? Do you think there'd be so much um, protests? There'd be so many protests out in the streets. Or do you think they'd be saying, oh, yeah, absolutely, Israel deserved it. Go in there and just annihilate, wipe them off the map. Come on. Let's be honest with this, folks. You know they would. You know they would. They're acting like that's what happened. A hundred percent. Rashida Tlaib would out <laughs> yeah, there just be like, like smiling. The They'd be smiling ear to ear. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, the Jihad Squad with Corey Bush and AOC. It's always the women, isn't it? It's always the women. Nah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nah. But it's just, again, do you think there would be nearly as much backlash if Palestine were to retaliate against Israel had Israel struck first? A hundred percent, no, because Absolutely they're acting not. like Israel invaded Gaza, went in there and kidnapped their kids, raped their women, I agree, and murdered their family. I mean, that's I agree. That's did we not all see the same Hamas videos that they released? Apparently not, because apparently they're AI generated, they're fake. And you know, here's the sad thing: is there is a lot of fakes out there. There are a lot of AI doctored images. There's a lot of AI video. It's very difficult to see what is actually truth and what is not. It is. But we have to go by the principles of what actually happened. Hamas went in there, murdered 1,200. Israel's gonna go in there and do the same thing. Say, hey, that's war, man. You know, I, I just, I, I cannot grasp how some people think this has to be fought with um, rules and regulations when there's clearly none. There's none, not in war. We can sit there and posture and say that there is. There's not. Not when it comes to dealing with Middle Eastern uh, Muslim jihadists. Doesn't. Doesn't. Ah, what's going on, folks? Do me a favor. Hit that share button. If you're watching on Rumble, make sure you hit that like and follow. We appreciate that. Rumble's finally growing. Um, we got a video here for you. The four students responsible. Oh, so they know who the four students are. Okay. They're being confronted by the police and refuse to move. Ah, okay. Let's pull this up. The police are talking to the uh, terrorist lovers. Yeah. Cops just sitting there watching this. I mean, that does bring up a question. I, I agree in free speech. You know, if you want to sit there and say, like, oh, thank God for dead Jews, that's your right to do so. I don't necessarily agree with it. Um, Looks but like uh, Mike Johnson was just elected speaker. He got it? He got yeah. the votes? No way. Yeah. Mike Johnson got the votes. Thank God for dead Jews. That's your right to do so. I 
don't necessarily agree with. Um, um, like nice to see that. Hold on. Got an ad from Biden. Anyway, like it does make the it does beg the question of if you're trying to exercise your freedom of speech and you're you're projecting a message on a wall of a building that you don't own. I kind of feel like uh, wait. Uh, like it does make the it does beg the question of. If okay, right now you got Johnson 129, Jeffries 107. Let's pull this into the the big screen so everybody can see it. What's going on right now? No, they're still voting. It says he got it unanimous, unanimously. No, they're still voting, I think. We'll see. I mean, it's, I think he can only um, he can only afford to lose, what, three or four this time. Benson, who's present? I don't know. We'll keep watching and see. So Democrats are trying to put their own guy up there, Jeffries, Jim Jeffries. We'll just keep watching this, keep you updated, folks. We should have a final vote here shortly. There's like, what, 400-something in the House? I forget what it is. Uh, so this cop, I mean, again, back to the main question of, do you have the right to um, project your message onto another, I, I fixed that, go, project your message onto a building? I don't think you have that right. That's like you utilizing that building for, I, I don't think that's legal. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Because again, what if somebody just comes up and says like they wanted to project a, an anti-Semitic message on the side of Shellshock HQ, yeah. and that makes us look bad? It's like I, I feel like I could sue them. We probably could sue them for something Should like be, that. Yeah. That's like libel and slander on private property, especially. Yeah, I don't know, but that's where we're at. Next article coming up. Uh, this has been happening a lot as of late, and justifiably so. Cornell professor who found Hamas attack exhilarating and energizing now is on a leave of absence. The Cornell professor who called Hamas terror attack on Israel exhilarating and energizing is now on leave of absence until at least the end of the semester. You know, I feel like a lot of these liberal universities, there's been a lot of professors that come out in favor of Hamas. And uh, we've seen jobs, professors take a quote-unquote leave of absence. I think what they're doing is they're like, hey, Go hide out. Once this blows over, we'll bring you back. I think that's what they're happening. I mean, there have been some people that have been fired from their jobs. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I found a shell shock employee out there, like, supporting Hamas, like, bro, you're gone. Like, you are gone. You're supporting terrorism at this point. Absolutely not. But it, def it definitely feels like America's going back to that right after 9-11 stage of, like, people starting to wake up and say, look, all the progressives that simped for Islam in the Middle East, like, don't, don't, don't question it. Don't hate these people. That's Islamophobic. You don't, you don't want to be Islamophobic. You're fi are you finally waking up, America? Are you finally waking up and seeing what the Middle Eastern Islam is all about? Do you see it? I hope you do. I sincerely hope you do, and, and before it's too late. I've got some other articles here that talks about how polling on mass migration is being looked at as something that people just don't want anymore. I don't want these people over here. I don't. Not if you hate Egypt America. doesn't want Palestine. Jordan doesn't want... Yeah, if you don't like America, then get out. If your mantra is... Yeah. Death to America. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'd like you as my neighbor. I agree. Now, I'm not, In fact, you know, I know I would. <laughs> and of course, it automatically, you know, play devil's advocate. It automatically poses the question of so. So then, like, what uh, what constitutes free speech? Well, that's where we're going to get into this article on what DeSantis is dealing with as yeah. far as like when you were actually advocating and showing people how to join Hamas, a terrorist organization. You've gone too far now. Now you're literally supporting terrorism. Yeah, I that's mean, illegal. If somebody wants to go out and espouse, you know, 
white supremacy yeah. or anti-Semitic, you know. Yeah. You have every right to do yeah, so. Yeah. That's your right to do it. I don't have to be around. The BLM does it left and right. Yeah, Black supremacy through the roots. Yeah. And she started throwing it on my lawn and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, the Cornell professor who called the Hamas terror, terror attack on Israel exhilarating and energizing is now on a leave of absence until at least the end of the semester. Russell Rickerford, an associate professor of history, went viral for the incendiary remarks to students during a pro-Palestinian protest soon after the October 7th surprise attack on Israel that killed 1,400 people, mostly civilians. He said, and I quote, it was exhilarating. It was exhilarating. It was energizing. He said he was seen telling the crowd, claiming you would not be human not to feel the same. I was exhilarated, he said, uh, to a smattering of applause. After initially standing by his statements, the embattled professor later apologized for the horrible choice of words, admitting they were reprehensible before his students were told he would no longer teach this semester. Bro, you knew what you were doing. Poor choice of words. Professor Russell Rickford has requested and received approval to take a leave of absence from the university. The Ivy League school confirmed the campus newspaper to Cornell Review. You know why they do this? They go with the energy. The energy at first to a lot of Palestinian supporters like, oh, my God, this is horrible. But then you started, people were kind of testing the waters like, wait a minute, was this horrible? Is killing Jews that bad? I mean, what have the Jews done? They're supposedly an apartheid state, Right. And then what happens? Suddenly the energy, you get opposition. That's why it's important. You know, you get opposition, specifically on social media. That's why it's important to speak out. Because I know this sounds stupid. I know it, bro. I, I'm right there with you. I think it's to take the social media and, and consider that activism is a farce. That's not real. But it does give people an impression as far as how much opposition there's going to be to a particular movement. And I feel like once people started speaking out and saying, no, this is wrong. Israel should retaliate. The energy shifted. And then all these people that were so hardcore pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas were like, oh, crap. We said a lot of things that we thought we were going to get more support for. We didn't. Now you've just really exiled yourself to an extent. I feel that's where a lot of this comes from. Maybe that's just me. It's like being a Dallas Cowboy fan. You know, First off, you're like, yeah. And you're like, oh, this will be our year. Then you get beat by the 49ers. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, his students first became aware Friday in an email from Professor Tamika Noonley saying she would be taking over his course on post-Civil War African-American history. Oh, color me shocked. No pun intended. Color me shocked. Post-war African-American history. Um, I would love to sit on that course because I know, I know the premise, the syllabus is probably like centered around it's the white man's fault. Even though there was over 500,000 white men that died to free you. But it's still our fault. We get blamed for everything. Why don't we get blamed for some of the good stuff we've done in this world? You know, I don't know, like everything almost. It's been, you know, European roads. roads. I mean, the Roman, uh, even the Vikings. Ah, it's funny. We're, we're to blame for everything. Cardinals. Thank you. Not, not the 49ers. Cardinals. Who the hell is the Cardinals? Arizona Cardinals. I thought it was a baseball team. Hmm. Isn't it a baseball team? <laughs> no. I'm a baseball fan. I don't, know. I don't even pay attention anymore. I, I used to love Dallas, but I'm sorry. Jerry Jones is one of the... Uh, he can put butts in seats. I'll give him that. But the guy knows business. But still, it's like, dude, it's too much. It's can't too much. put together a winning team. No, we can't. Um, Polls showing rising worldwide opposition to mass migration. People are starting to wake up. 
And, you know, they're going to say this is rooted around race. In fact, no, it's rooted around culture. The culture is the reason why a lot of people don't want you coming to America. Now, America is a melting pot. Don't get it wrong. But some of these cultures, specifically in the Middle East, these, these are not cultures you want here. Sharia law, things such as, you don't want this here, folks. You need an example? Look at uh, Ilhan Omar's constituency base. I'm sorry. Those refugees should be kicked out. Get them out. Absolutely yeah. not. Once, you're, once your stuff's dealt with, go back. We don't want you here. I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's ridiculous at this point. Opposition to mass migration is rising even faster in Chile, Sweden, and Germany than in the United States, according to a large international survey by usnews.com released Thursday. Votes from Denmark to Sweden to the United States are cooling on support for immigration amid a global migration crisis, says the report on the survey of 17,000 people across 36 countries. That's still a drop in the bucket. Uh, there's somewhat of a negative consensus among receiving countries that immigration laws need to be hardened, admitted Christian Dona Resovo, an associate professor at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. Nonetheless, governments in the United States, the United Kingdom, and other countries are forcefully imposing huge waves of migration on their citizens, partly because the concentrated power of donors and investors often overwhelms the influence of distracted, busy voters. Look at Paris. Paris, for example. Open it up to all those refugees, and what happens? You have the theater, terrorist attacks there. It's everywhere. Why do you want these people in your country? It's, it's beyond me. Look, if your country is dealing with a lot of crap, that's for your country to figure out. Yeah. You, you shouldn't, I'm sorry, it's just that's the way it should be. You don't get to come running over here and become a burden on our system. It's like you need to stay and fix it versus you need to stay and fight. That, that's all there is to it. I'm sorry. I'm not against legal migration, but it comes with a cost of saying, look, who are you? Are you going to benefit America? I'm sorry. Bringing more people over to be on the welfare system is a tax burden. I just don't understand it. I get it. Land of opportunity, land of freedom. Bring us your poor, your weak. I understand that. But that's back when America was still being settled. There was land. There was so much stuff out there. But now, I mean, come on. These people are coming across the border instantaneously. iPhone. Hotel, you're paid for. You're given government benefits right off the bat. Did they kick uh, veterans out of the hotels up in New York? They kick veterans for these yep. uh, legal aliens. Yep, you gotta love that. We're putting illegals before veterans. Well, you, you gotta love that. You paid your taxes, but you went over and served your country. Yeah. All I have to do, I, I figured it out, folks. This is what we should all do. We should all just move down to Mexico, become expats, and then cross the border illegally. Why not? Renounce your renounce your citizenship, and then cross illegally. And then you're going to get all these benefits and you have to work for it. It's great. It's a great technique. Great. I mean, this is what's actually happening. I know I joke about this. This is what's actually happening at the Southern border. Yeah. And everybody, you know, liberals specifically, they, they seem to be just hunky dory with getting calls. Let's take some calls. We're going to take your calls today, folks. Uh, the number is 214-817-1689. If you want to call into the show. Um, but yeah, none of this is shocking. Liberals, they love doing this. You know, it's going to be Republicans and everybody else that pays for it. But I, I'm just so over these idiots. I really am. People are just fed up. And they have every right, every right to be. Honestly, every right to be. That's your money. That is your money going to fund this. But, Give that idiot Janet Yellen. It's like, oh, yeah, we can, we can afford to support two wars. 
Oh my God. Ukraine and Israel. Yeah. Like, can we? No. And it's not even a matter of support. It's a matter we? of it's principle of we shouldn't have to. Yeah, it's take a call. Numbers 214-817-1689. Yellow. Uh, hey, boys. What did you say about Omaha, Nebraska? What's up, I, I missed it. Sorry. Uh, you said something in that article uh, about o- University of Nebraska, Omaha. Yeah, I've got it right about, here. Like, with the whole yeah, it says, uh, what, there's, what did it say? no, no, it's a professor at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. That actually was uh, somewhat of a negative consensus amongst receiving countries that immigration laws need to be hardened, admitted Christian Dona Riveco, an associate professor at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. All right. Okay. Thank God. (laughs) Why? I was just just wondering. Okay. Well, thank you for your call. Yep. Um... Nonetheless, governments in the United States, the United Kingdom, and other countries are forcefully imposing huge waves of migration on their citizens. Uh, we were talking about that. Um, it all comes back to money, man. Money and donors. Money and donors. Ban the lobbyists. Ban the law. I'm sorry. It's just gotten to a point now where it's like, ban the lobbyists. These special interest groups are yeah. destroying everything. Yep. The pro-migration survey asked people if they agree with that. My country should be more open to immigration. Like, okay, so first we have to, who isn't? Of the countries listed, who isn't? I'm very curious on this one. America is. United Kingdom is. I mean, you've seen them let people through nonstop. Mm-hmm. I agree with Poland. Don't let them in. It's like, we, we don't let any Muslim refugees in. Why? And folks, you know, that's, that's like the classic example. I know it's anecdotal, but it's proven true. They haven't let one Muslim immigrant, and they have had zero terrorist attacks. I remember, I mean, I, I posted it and that reporter was like, well, that sounds very racist. And the guy's like, we don't care. We're safe. You're not. You can sit there and pearl clutch all you want and stand on your principles like, well, we don't believe in being Islamophobic. But then Poland's like, well, we haven't had one terrorist attack. We don't care what you think. We don't want the Muslim refugees in here because we know once you open that door, <laughs> terrorists start flooding in. Have you ever been to Poland? No, I should go. I haven't been either. I should go. I'm interested now. <laughs> like, you know what? We got something figured out over maybe, there. Maybe Poland isn't so bad. You know what? It's funny. No, it's raining outside. Oh, my gosh. The United States saw the second largest decrease from 67% agreement in 2022 to nearly 58% in 2023, the site reported. Even though the question nudges people to approve more migration because it downplays the pocketbook damages to citizens. You know, it's always the press. It's always the press running cover. It's always the press running cover on stories like this because they want to bend the will of the right to agree with the ridiculousness of the left. We shouldn't we shouldn't turn anybody away. Obama, you remember the whole the whole beef Trump got on the Muslim ban? Yeah. Remember that was like seven countries and that wasn't Trump. That was Obama. And Democrats ate it up. Yeah. Because let me be clear, as long as it's a black Democrat that wants to go ahead and uh, incentivize this type of operation, and then you hand it over to, well, we're going to do the same thing. Then liberals start clutching their pearls like, oh, it's the white man. Blah, 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 blah. But it made sense. If your country, and let me just reiterate this real quick, why the Muslim ban actually happened. It came from countries that their sensing sessions did not have accurate representation of their citizenry. Meaning people were trying to come over to America that their country they'd left couldn't identify. It's like, we don't know who this guy is. We, there's no record of this person. 
or they couldn't give us accurate information on them. So then Obama, who made a good decision, said, well, they're not coming over then. Yes, absolutely. And that's where Trump gets, they're not sending us their best. Talking yeah. about Mexico, MS-13. He's right. He's right, 100%. But I love the reaction of liberals, progressive leftists, when it comes to one of yours doing it versus when somebody, this is why American politics are such a joke right now. And I blame the politicians. Ultimately, I blame the voters. I blame yeah. ignorant voters. We get a politician or a candidate, a political candidate that gets up there and starts talking about, this is what I want to do. Yet, And it's polarizing as hell. Not that I'm against being polarizing, but it seems like the more they keep us embattled in the trenches, the more they get, they get away with doing whatever the hell they want to do in Congress. Specifically, spending your money. Spending your money. You got to love it. You got to love it. Good for Poland. But opposition to migration fell further in Sweden and Germany, the site noted. Chile, however, showed the largest drop in support of migration, according to the report. In Chile, only about 42.5% of respondents to the recently released Best Country survey agree with the statement, my country should be more open to immigration. That is a 15-point drop from 2022. Uh, just five years, ago, five years ago, Chileans' uh, shared support of immigration was around 70%. So that begs the question, what would cause the drop? What would cause the drop? Mm, I don't know. Oh, we just say the quiet part out loud. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. You're so racist. You're so racist. It's true. Culture is not indicative of race primarily. There are multiple, multiple different races that actually celebrate certain cultures. For example, Mexico. You've got a lot of different, you got a lot of different races in there that revolve around one, well, not just one, but akin culture, or, uh, similar cultures, if you will. Now, you go to the Middle East, and it's like, mm, probably not the best culture out there. How do I know? Well, I was there for four and a half years. Would not want that culture over here. Would not want it. And it's amazing how, you know, the liberals have got us into the weeds on the, the, the debates on racism, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, the numbers don't lie. They don't lie. Now, I've said this before. We open the floodgates. Southern border is wide open. You know, there are reports now. The FBI even came out and said, we've arrested over 100 people on the most wanted list for terrorism at that southern border. Folks, it's leaking. It is leaking. When you have a leak in your fish tank, you don't just make it bigger and say, this fixes the problem. Oh, it's bigger than a leak, buddy. It's massive. It's insane. And the Biden administration does not care. Gusher. They don't care. But you got to pay for it, folks. You got to pay for it. People are saying, looks like Johnson is in. Well, Thomas Massey just voted in favor of Johnson. Love Massey. Love him. Love him. I love him so hard. I love him so hard. Um, yep. Elected speaker, two, uh, 218 to 206. Oh, it's up over 200 terrorists stopped. I'm, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised by this in the slightest. I'm not. Moving on, we got a lot of stuff to get to. Folks, have you seen the news? Have you heard the news? The good news. Bud Light becomes UFC's official beer amid Anheuser-Busch partnership. Hey. Hi. This begs the question, is there any such thing as mea culpa for a business like such as Bud Light? Should they be forgiven or should the boycott hold? Are they trying to pay the gay away? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> Try to pay the gay away. Try to pay it away. Try to pay gay. the gay away. Yeah, they love UFC. <laughs> Straight men love UFC. I, I, you know, oh 
man. I bet I bet Bud Light is paying UFC a lot of money. Hundred million. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I haven't even read the article yet, folks. I don't read the articles prior to the show. We just pull them up and we discuss them live. I don't read this. Some of them I do. Some of them is like this is trending. I want to talk about it. But um, I like Darth Sheba in the chat. Says maybe they should ask for forgiveness first. I agree. I agree. Say, ah, oh, mobby guys, yeah. men can't be women. That would have been uh, the first thing that they should have done. I think Bud Light, point. Bud Light can reverse this. Come out, apologize, say, look, we fired all that progressive nonsense. Yeah. Look, because they know now the primary consumers of Bud Light are conservatives. Now, I wish, I wish this scenario applied to every company out there, but that's not the case. I'm sorry. If you're buying from Lululemon, who comes out and supports whatever, they're not. I don't think a lot of conservatives, I don't think there's going to be a lot of liberals that boycott that. Bud Light is a conservative brand. It's still piss water. I don't care what you say. It's still piss water. I would never drink Bud Light. It's disgusting. I never defended it. I, I didn't drink it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, same. It's like no big loss. Uh, Bud Light, which has been embroiled in controversy in recent, recent months, will become the official beer of UFC amid its partnership with Anheuser-Busch. UFC revealed on Tuesday announced the deal on Tuesday hailing Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light as the two original brands. Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light were UFC's original beer sponsors more than 15 years ago. I'm proud to announce that we are back in business together, UFC CEO Dana White said in a statement Tuesday. Dana White said he chose to align with UFC with both beer brands because they share the same va- What? They share the same values? Huh. What? You kidding me with this? There are many reasons why I chose to go with Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light. Most importantly, because I feel we are very aligned when it comes to our core values and what the UFC brand stands for. I'm looking forward to all of the incredible things we will do in the years ahead, he said. Are you stupid? Your values align? So let me get this straight then. Okay, Dana. Okay. If your values align, does that mean you're going to open up a transgender league? If there's money to be made, I think he probably will. I think Dana is a money-hungry kind of dude. If your values align, then you think that men can become women. I mean, the guy the guy is a money guy. I get it. But at what point do you think? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. We're, we're going to see how this goes. Is this something? Well, let's just pull the chat real quick. We got chats on Kick and Rumble. Is this, is this worthy of a boycott? Do you think people will boycott UFC over this? I'm very curious on it because I do have an article on this one. Uh, let's read the next one. UFC uh, Dana White says Bud Light partnership was not determined by money. You have, okay. Guy, as a business owner, yes, it is. Everything is about money. Everything when it comes to partnerships and dealings with this is about money. Let me ask you, if Bud Light came to you and said, hey, we'll give you $100 million to put this Bud Light sticker on the back of the Shell Shock truck, would you be okay with We'd it? be tanked. We'd be done. And forget the money. No. What they stood for? Absolutely not. Because it's a matter of principle at that point. I mean, I, I can honestly say, like, if, if they came and they said, you $100 million, yeah, it's tempting. I won't even sit there and kid you about it. It is very tempting. But the fact is, this is where the culture war comes in, through money. It's by saying, hey, we can buy your principles, mm -hmm. and we can force you to recant, or we can force you to just kind of stay quiet and let us just take the forefront and, you know, push us. No, absolutely not. What if they came out and said, you know what, what we did doesn't reflect our uh, mm -hmm. values, our values. If they came out and they apologized and said they have fired all the progressives that actually simmed for this and said, this is the direction we're going, which they have, got, right? 
Uh, they haven't apologized for it. No, they haven't apologized, but I know that the firm did. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did do some uh, switcheroos in there. But even still, you need to go out there and make a public apology to your I, consumer yeah, I base. I think the founders would have to come out and I, make I, that I public agree. statement that yeah. you know we didn't know this was yeah. going on. This has kind of got out of control real if fast. If they did that, then yes, absolutely. Because I do feel like I said, if a business says, and now here's the reason. Because he's right. You know, Bud Light growing up, it was yeah. it was know, a conservative their, brand. Their commercials. Yeah. That's what you look forward to during the uh, Super Bowl. But all the question that that's going to pose though is, are they doing this? Are they they throwing themselves before the mercy of the court of social yeah. media yeah, because are. of they knew they were wrong or because they just hemorrhaged money like crazy? By the way, I should probably go buy some Bud Light stock. Probably both. I probably should go buy some because that stuff's about to shoot up. I don't know. We'll see. Bill Gates bought like yeah. Bill how Gates many, knew how many millions and millions. He got a lot. Bill Gates knew. He said basically it's 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 dipped so low. Buy it on the dips. But I don't know that they recover from it. I don't know that this is going to help. I don't think UFC. Fans are going to be like, I don't eh, think so either. Yeah, there might be a small percentage. But well, the whole I think goal it's just a way of Dana White getting hundred yeah. million dollars. Yeah, which is but they don't. They also don't pay their nice. fighters crap. Yeah, like a lot of their fighters are just oh my god. If you hear the stories about these fighters, what they go through, yeah, for entertainment purposes, it's it's insane. It's insane. Like they're very mistreated. But you know, here's the deal. Even if Bud Light says it's a hundred million dollar deal, and they become a sponsor, what they're hoping though is people are going to actually buy Bud Light. So Dana White has put himself in a position now to where it's like, you're taking their money. You're also putting your business at serious risk by siding by somebody, by, with somebody like this. I don't think people are going to buy Bud Light. Yeah. I just don't. So Bud Light ultimately just wasted a hundred. I mean, we'll see. Watch the stocks. Watch their, watch their uh, revenue. Yeah. Their quarterly reporting. We'll see in about three months or Q... Q1, I think. Yeah. We're in Q4 right now, aren't we? Yep. What is it? October? Oh, yeah. Yep. We'll see in Q1. I think it's a dumb move. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. But not my business. Not my business. UFC signed a six-year sponsorship deal with Bud Light. Ooh, six years. Good Lord. You have changed yourself to a company now that is in the midst of like such six, just... Uh, I think six is the average. Man. Get it? No. Winner size. Oh, okay, okay. UFC signed six-year sponsorship deal. I'm sorry I missed that one. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. UFC signed six-year sponsorship deal with Bud Light just months after Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Um, UFC CEO and President Dana White set the record straight on Hannity Tuesday night regarding the sports organization's decision to bring back Bud Light. Okay. He says, when you do sponsorships, you definitely do sponsorships for the money, too. Money is definitely a part of it, but money was not the deciding decision-making factor, White told Fox News' Sean Hannity. There's more being aligned with a sponsor, a major sponsor like that, for as long as I'm going to be. There are many other things that are important to me than just money, he continued. And the people that we are, were all involved in this negotiation on every side absolutely positively know that my choice was not determined by money. Uh, really? Well, then take the money off the table, Dana. Take less. Yeah. Prove your point. Take less. If it's not about the money, take less. On Tuesday, the mixed martial arts organization revealed it struck a multi-year deal with Anheuser Bush involving the Bud Light brand having a heavy presence in UFC's content, its broadcasts and online beginning in 2024. Sources close close the, to the deal. Excuse me. Sources close to the deal reportedly told ESPN that his this marks the biggest sponsorship agreement in UFC history. Oh. How convenient. Don't tell me it's not about the money. It's about the money, dude. Now we get to the part where I want to pull the audience, so we got to take a uh, ad break. Um, 
Sarah Silverman comes under fire. She was stoned. She endorses Israeli move to shut off Gaza. Oh, yeah. A lot of these celebrities come out in support of Israel, and they get blowback from all the Hamas lovers. Jew haters. Like, oh, we're so sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, UFC faces boycott calls after announcing tie-up with Bud Light, reportedly worth $100 million. All right, folks. Time for polling the chat. Time for polling the chat. I want you in chat on Kick and Rumble. If you feel like you don't want to watch Bud Light because or Bud, watch UFC because of this, press one. If you're still going to watch UFC because of this Bud Light, press two. One, you're going to boycott. Two, you're not going to boycott. Let's just see. I'm not going to judge you. Just It's up to you. We're going to ban whoever presses one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Do, it, <laughs> do whatever you want. If you if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. If you do, I don't care. I get a lot of ones. Um, <laughs> well, there's a few twos. A lot of ones over on um, Kick. What about Rumble? You got 4 and 21 watching on Rumble. A lot of ones, a um, lot of ones, nothing but ones. There's like one, two, a single two. I don't even watch. I don't even watch UFC either. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't have any skin in this game. I don't care. Um, yeah, a lot of ones. I should have put three. I don't even watch UFC. <laughs> I should have done that. That's my bad. My bad on that one. A lot of people saying I don't care. Um, yeah, a lot of people say yeah. Now people are pressing three. Now they're pressing three. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that. Uh, it is what it is. You know, it's okay. Too, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like watching these UFC fighters. I mean, I like watching some. Okay, I mean, I'm going to say this, and I, I hate to admit this, but it's the truth. The only time I'd watch a fight, or I would really, I, I need to, is that if they got Logan or Jake Paul in the ring against a professional UFC fighter, I'd watch that fight, just watch see, them get just smeared. I think he's just a terrible boxer to watch. Who? Jake Paul. I haven't seen any of them. I don't watch him. I want to watch. I, I, I want to step for them. any of them, but obviously yeah. they post them after oh, yeah. the, after they fight and everything. Yeah. And it's just it's not like watching Mike Tyson. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, Mike Tyson knew what he was doing. These guys. I mean, look, he's I'm not pretty good. Obviously, he trains yeah. all the time with the best trainers in the world. Jake so. and Logan Paul. These guys are hype dudes. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they're even not his stupid. brother was like that. Fight was just boring to me. Yeah. After but like skipping through, I'm like, hmm. they know controversy. That's what they do. Folks, yeah. hey, just in case you didn't know, Shell Shock CBD here for all of your CBD Delta 8, Delta 8, 9 need, needs. I'm pulling up multiple stuff. I don't have a producer. We just do this on the fly. We're not professionals. I don't, we're never going to be on Fox, specifically, especially because of the stuff I say. But anyway, um, <laughs> you're looking to get high. We got you covered. I, I swear we do. It's It's 100% legal. Delta 8, Delta 9. Well, just do real weed. It's cheaper. It's cleaner. It's just as effective. You can check out. We have different potency levels. We have a rewards program. You sign up for it. You can, every point you spend, every dollar you spend earns your points. You can cash those points in for products later on. It's, you basically, man, it's coming down hard out there. Yeah, it is. We needed this. We needed this. It's going to grow my pool another three inches. I shouldn't even water it, damn it. Anyway. CBD. What is CBD? Cannabidiol, uh, popularly known as CBD, is one of 100 different compounds found in cannabis. CBD is a non-psychoactive, meaning it will not get you high. Our products are third-party tested, meaning what is in the ingredients is what is actually in there. We pay to have this tested just for your safety and your security. All of our products on the website are clearly marked. Some are THC, some are THC-free. For example, one of our top sellers are the Rackout Gummies right here. Melatonin and CBD with a potent combination. If you're a veteran... And no, this isn't just for veterans, but if veterans normally um, get this a lot, you suffer from insomnia. A lot of people can't sleep out there. We've got you covered. This was specifically formulated for us, for Shell Shock CBD. 15 milligrams of CBD and 5 milligrams of melatonin. This stuff will not only help you fall asleep, 
but stay asleep, to have a great night's sleep. We all know that sleep helps massively improve our quality of life. How many times have you woken up and you just feel you're not feeling it? You didn't get enough sleep. You're tired. You got to, you know, basically take an IV coffee drip just to get through the day. You got to turn on the news and see Nancy Pelosi blabbering on about something. The house is in disarray. Our politics is just complete international joke at this point. We see what's going on. Well, look, it all revolves around sleep. This stuff is going to help you not only, like I said, fall asleep, but stay asleep. If you don't believe me, read the chat right now. How many people in the chat actually try our Shellshock CBD products? And by the way, Josh raises his hand. Same. All of our products come with a 100% money back guarantee. Folks, we know how to run a business. I'm not, I'm not sitting here just trying to take your money. I want you to have a great quality product. It improves your quality of life. You want to get stoned. You want to fall asleep. Whatever the case, you want health. You want elderberry. We've got you. Every single one of our products come with a money back gear. Look at the chat. Everyday user. I have. I love the ruckouts. Rackouts. They work. Uh, what is sh- shut up, Red Hulk? I know you're. I you, you're regular. Don't even don't even kid me. Legit is the best. Great products. A lot of people out there, folks. Uh, Sixty million Elvis fans can't be wrong. We are not the gas station CBD store style. No, this is legitimate. One hundred percent uncut, clean, bam, bam, unadulterated CBD for you. CBD is great for relaxation. Look, if you're, say for example, you're a stay-at-home mom and you were stressed the hell out, you can take CBD, still be fully functional, and it's going to help calm you down. doesn't make you sleepy unless you take too much. Again, just don't take over the limited amount recommended. And again, you won't pop on a drug test. You can check us out. Again, shellshockcbd.com. Code SAVAGE will save you 10%. What are you also, waiting for? if you're a veteran... Yeah. You oh, get yeah. A veteran, veterans discount as well. Yeah. I mean, save code savage or be a veteran 10% of the way. You don't get to stack the codes, veterans. You're the worst about that. Do you have a veterans discount? The first ones to always ask. Yes, we do. We have a veterans and a first responders, I believe. And you can go on the website and you can check it out there every time. Yeah. Every time. Do you have a veteran? I, I was in line at a movie theater one time. I swear to God, this is like five years ago. This dude in front of me, he's blinged out in vet gear. He's just wearing like the 5'11 pants, the grunt style t-shirt. I'm just like, oh my God. Okay, whatever. And um, at a movie theater, the movie ticket was 15 bucks. You have a veteran discount. Now look, I'm not trying to look down on my nose at somebody. Maybe you just want to go see a movie and you're broke. I get it. But bro, a veteran discount at 10% off of $15. I mean, I wanted to pay for his ticket. It's just like, man, I'd be embarrassed. Me personally, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not trying to look down my nose, but there's just some things that, like, I don't know. Like, if I'm buying a vehicle, oh, you're damn right I will. That's going to save me 500 to a theft, because I know Jeep does that. If you're a veteran, I think Jeep gives you $500 off. Or, like, I know Indian Motorcycles, they gave me, like, a $1,500 rebate in the store. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm taking advantage of that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot of moolah. But hey, anyway. 50 is a buck 50. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I don't know. First, I just, I always felt guilty about that. It's like, do you have a veteran's discount? It's like, I, I don't know. I feel weird on that one. That's just me, but whatevs. Anyway, um, I live in New York, John. I can't afford them. Green RW. Okay, Green, what do you want? It's on me. You're a listener of the show. I'll give you I'll give you a freebie. Green RW. Here's what you do. You email me at jb at shellshockcbd.com. You tell me what product you want. You're not getting the dark matter. That's 250 bucks. You're out of your mind. Don't even try that. I'll give you one on me, my man. I'll give you one on me. Getting the tattoo bomb for my son for Christmas stocking. The tattoo bomb is phenomenal. Sheila loves it for her eczema too. All of it's great. I it's, got it's my really uh, great, yeah. my son's uh, jujitsu. One of his coaches over there. Mm-hmm. I gave his wife was uh, taking some mm-hmm. from like Seven Eleven or something like that. And then That's I gave your first some mistake. Ours. Yeah, 
She's and then like, watch, we get into Seven Eleven. Like, she, yeah, she loves it. Also, if you're wanting to wholesale, or excuse me, if you're if you're wanting wholesale deals on Shell Shock products, we offer that as well. Say like you own a CBD store or a store that you want to sell our products, and we offer that as well. It's literally on the website. You can go check it out. There it is. So, all right, let's keep going with it. ShellshockCBD.com. Um, UFC faces boycott calls after announcing tie up with Bud Light. Uh, USC is facing calls for boycott of the Mixed Martial Arts League announced on Tuesday that it inked a major sponsorship deal with Bud Light. The tie-up with Anheuser Bush. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, USA boycott is on. One user shared on X following the announcement, which will see Bud Light's logo on fighting rinks and in marketing materials as of January. Time to double down on the boycott light boycott Bud Light hashtag and now boycott UFC. Another post, another posted while yet another chimed in. Dumb move. Bud Light and Anheuser Bush are marketing morons to try this. Another furious user posted of the six-year deal. It's like picking at a scab. It's going to leave a scar. Six years. Uh, Powers, yeah, we ship to all 50 states now. Yep, we ship to Cali. Um, making a joke, it's just cool. Um, well, great, okay. Well, look, bro, I'm serious. If you can't afford it, I'll hook you up with a product. I don't mind. I don't mind. I know what it's like, man, to be strapped and you, there's something that you like. We've had people that like love, they religiously use our rack house and they've been broke. It's like, dude, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll spot you. I get it. Like, it sucks. I can afford it. It's okay. Yeah. Um, that's where we're always going to be a small business. I don't want to grow into a bigger business because I think that it's just when you, when you do that, you kind of lose a sense of your roots. And, you know, I think customers really appreciate that. And you get customers for life when they actually have some interaction and it's personal. You know, the, the, the employees are personal. A lot of people talk to Omar. They love talking to Omar. He's our, uh, our customer support representative. He does a phenomenal job. And just all the guys in the crew. Um, oh, no. Richard Harris, the actor, dies. Uh, actually, no, he died. Uh, he was the original um, Dumbledore, I think, from Harry Potter. He was also in a lot of movies. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but still. He's definitely. Uh, he was in, I know, The Count of Monte Cristo. He was in that. Um, just a phenomenally talented actor. Uh, since Mulvaney's fateful posts in April, Bud Light has been dethroned as the number one beer in the U.S., losing its top spot to Modelo, a special, uh, which experienced double-digit growth thanks to Bud Light's demise. Jimmy says, John, Tim J here. I know from firsthand experience that every decision Dana makes, is it based on money? Well, of course it has to be. It's a business. It's all about money. Um, okay, another Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch has fought back with advertising dollars with campaigns featuring NFL's headline-making tight end Travis Kels. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm sorry. Look. Mr. Pfizer? Uh, Mr. Pfizer himself. I, I don't know how many times I need to say this. I am so sick of Taylor Swift and her progressive little beta cuck oh boyfriend God, dominating the news. I had to unfollow New York Post. Even Fox News is getting on my nerves with this one. Nobody cares. This is the problem with celebrities in America. You hail these people higher than royalty. Taylor Swift is an idiot. She's a moron. Remember when she talked about that mansplaining and manspreading? She is, she's, another, she's another grifter that went from country music to mainstream pop. And she's lost all sensibility. This girl's a moron. And I'm sorry, her music's not even that good. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm going to hate it even harder now. But her boyfriend is like, dude, he comes in. This is a money-making scheme, man. Don't even get it twisted. Isn't it interesting how Taylor Swift meets up with this dude, and then he starts promoting Pfizer, getting the jabs. Now he's marketing Bud Light. If that doesn't tell you where this guy stands, nothing will. I mean, look, you're free to do whatever you want to do. I'm just tired of having this crap shoved down my timeline every freaking day. I'm over it. 
I am so over it. But again, I guess you got to make the money, don't you? Just Mary Taylor. I mean, honestly, I'm ready. I'm ready for the point where she releases another hit song about why they broke up and it's his fault. Can we just get to that point now? Like, seriously. That'll be next season. That or somebody just marry this idiot and get her off the market so she can shut up already. Seriously. I mean, this girl's so annoying. So annoying. Anyway. Should the UFC have signed a deal with Bud Light? In my opinion, no. One user sh- shared. Will Bud Light recover? Unlikely. Go, whoa, go, bro. I am of the mindset, like, again, if you throw your you throw yourself at the mercy of the court and say, look, we are, we're sorry. We made a mistake. Those responsible, like the Monty Python, those responsible have been sacked. And those responsible for sacking the people that were sacked are now been sacked. It's like, dude, do it. Clean house. Get rid of the progressives. And it, it, you know, Bud Light showcased one major example that every other business owner needs to follow. Don't dip your hand in politics if you don't know your consumer base and who they're comprised of. Don't do it. Bud Light stepped on a woke landmine and it cost them a lot of money and a lot of jobs. And you know, the higher up CEOs, they're not going to pay for it. They're living the cushy life. It's you at the bottom of the totem pole. You're the first ones to get axed. So think about that before you want to hire on with a company that has progressive tendencies, because I'm telling you, it will not work out in your favor. It will not work out in your favor. They proved that. Moving on. Um, U.S.-led forces begin live fire exercises in Iraq, uh, Syria, after 14 attacks on American bases left 24 injured. U.S. troops in the Middle East have been attacked 14 times, 11 times in Iraq, and three times in Syria between October 17th and 24. Pull the troops out because all you're doing is opening up another pathway forward to get us involved in another invasion, another war. Because here's what happens. We've been attacked. We were had 30 hostages taken, all, all of which by Muslims. And what did I say, folks? When they think the bear is weak, the wolves are going to start nipping. They're going to start taking bites here and there, and they're already doing it. They're already doing it. Now, if we don't want to get involved in another war on terror in the Middle East, pull the troops out because all you're doing is leaving them bait. You're leaving them bait. So what happens if they go in there? And they start killing U.S. troops. And America doesn't respond because we don't want to get into another forever war. What signal does that send to the entire world? America is weak. No. Now, there are ways that we can handle this without getting into a forever war. Point one, bomb the shit out of them. Talking about doing it with Iran. Sorry, I agree with it. There needs to be retaliation. That's not saying that we need to commit troops. Commit No. You can easily go over there and pinpoint precision strike these certain areas and cripple them. It's doable. The message needs to be loud and clear. We are not here to fight you, but if you do pick a fight with us, we will destroy you and everything you love. That needs to be the position of America. This is not John, John's a neo. I, you know, I am so tired of the rhino and the neocon, yada, yada, yada. These accusations levied at me and other people that say, look, I believe in a strong foreign policy, not in the sense of like going out there and committing troops, but in the sense of like, if you hit us, we're going to destroy you. Everything you love. So if you open that door, it's on you. But we're not going to mess with you. But unfortunately, America does not have the, uh, a tendency of doing that. We stick our nose in places it doesn't believe. So again, pull the troops out of Iraq, get them out of Syria. Now, I know that we want to have advisors there to have a foothold to get, you know, keep an ear to the ground of what's going on. But right now, I'm telling you, this is not the time. This is not the time. Bring them home. Bring them all home. Don't leave any type of bait for terrorists to take. Or maybe it's intentional. 
Maybe. Maybe it's intentional. <laughs> Jason says, turn the seam loose on them. We should. The seam <laughs> over in Iran. You whore. You whore. You pig whore. You big whore. But U.S.-led forces begin live fire exercises. Uh, uh, United States-led coalition forces have started live fire exercises at military bases in Iraq and Syria. After more than a dozen attacks on American troops over the last week left more than 20 soldiers injured. Those are Americans. Those are Americans. American soldiers. Why are you putting them in harm's way? Why are you putting them in harm's way? There's no point to this. John, can we have pumpkin spice CBD? We had it. Nobody liked it. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, I think we did that. We did a bacon flavored. We did a year. yeah, our first year. Nobody, nobody wanted it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. We tried. We do need to come out with some new flavors, though. We, we need to get some um, new flavors. <laughs> pumpkin spice. Here's what. No, because here's what's gonna happen. I know you people. I know all of you. What you're gonna say is, John, do this for us, and we gotta upfront the cost on the stuff to get it made, all this other stuff, and then you don't buy. No, I'm not doing this anymore. You said you wanted the shirts. We, we put the shirts up there. JohnBurke.com. Go get yourself a shirt. <laughs> Lemon meringue. Get out of here, Diddy. You're crazy. What about Jägermeister? Jägermeister CBD. There we go. The Combined Joint Task Force Operation Inherent Resolve said on Wednesday, the ground operational exercises to validate weapon systems and maintain crew proficiency and readiness would happen in, in or near the Al-Hakassan region in Syria and the Chaldea region in Iraq. On October 25th, 2023, coalition service members will be conducting ground operational exercises in or near Al-Hakassan region in Syria to validate weapon systems, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's common. We didn't do live fires over in Iraq. It was like you're deployed there. You know, this is the live fire. <laughs> this is combat. Yeah, I saw um, uh, Tucker Carlson here talking about they're not going to do COVID again, but they're going to do uh, they're going to go to war with Russia is what he was saying. God, we cannot afford that. Oh I was thinking God. the same thing last night. We are in such a horrible. Oh my God. They're not going to do a COVID again because nobody's going to be on board with wearing masks and no. these jabs. And you see people dropping dead, all these blood clots, all that shit. So what's left? But it, is, it is true. Mike Johnson was elected House Speaker. We now have a House Speaker. Now I'm wondering on what conditions. Were there any conditions on this? Can Matt Gates go do it again? I don't think he can. I don't think they uh, voted in on these conditions. Kim Jeffries is up there giving his spiel, but blah, 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 nobody cares. All right, so it, it's official. We finally have a House Speaker. Didn't see that coming. Thank goodness. Yeah. We'll see what happens. This guy's got a 74% on the Liberty score. I don't know his history, but we'll see. Uh, moving on. Blue State suspends basic skills graduation requirement, again, citing harm to students of color. It's always with the colors. It's always with the colors. Ugh, they're disproportionately targeted. Are you calling color people stupid? Like, really, are you? How does it, uh, you know, we're going to read the article. I listened to this on the way into work today. Uh, I forget which show it was on AM radio. And I listened to this, and even there, like, this is the dumbest thing ever. How is this not racist? Black people can't can't operate the internet. Black people can't get phones. Black people can't perform proficiency tests to graduate high school. Folks, like if you're black and you're listening to this, how do you not see how progressives view you? They think you're stupid. They think you're bona fide idiots. Do you know, and I know this is anecdotal, but I don't care. Do you know what black person does not know how to operate the internet? Remember in the 2020 elections, 
The Biden administration came out and said, well, you know, they might not be able to operate the Internet and know where to get a go to a, a, a local polling booth. And, you know, but it costs money to get a state ID. Yada, yada. You know, it's, it's disproportionately. Oh, my God. If I hear disproportionately one more time, I'm going to flip. I am so tired of hearing and listening to these idiots. I don't even want to read this article. It just reeks of progressive morons. Just reeks of progressive idiocy. I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. High schoolers in Oregon won't need to demonstrate basic competency in reading, writing, or math in order to graduate for at least five more years because, according to education officials, such requirements are unnecessarily unnecessary and disproportionately harm students of color. Dude, I am so sick and tired of these liberal morons. I am so sick and tired of these white liberal women. Now it's in the Department of Education. It's in education all around the country. I am so sick and tired of this disproportionately. Shut up. Shut up. It is stupid. Because realistically, folks, here's what's going to happen. Are you going to hire somebody that goes out and says, oh, well, I can't do basic math. Or I can't write. They have no typing skills. Nothing. You're really doing them more of a disservice than you realize by letting them graduate. Like what school do you know? What business anywhere in the, in the world? What place do you know that if you go attend a course, there isn't a test and you just graduate? Does anybody take that seriously? I don't think so. Absolutely not. To drive, you have to do that. You have even to get your driver's license. Hey guys, you know, black people now you're not going to have to take a driver's license test because it disproportionately affects black people. Then they go out on the highway and they have no idea what they're doing. They cause massive wrecks on 75 and they're all backed up to God knows when. That's what it feels like sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Oregon. Way to go, morons. Way to go. It's always with the color. Color is always the reasoning as to why they do this. She says, at some point, our diploma is going to end up looking a lot more like a participation prize than an actual certificate that shows that someone actually is prepared to go pursue their best future. Former Oregon gubernatorial candidate Christine Derez told Fox News. The essential skills requirement has been on pause since the coronavirus pandemic. Way to go. Way to go. where your tax dollars are going exactly i'd be so pissed uh, absolutely I'm, well you know I'm, I'm pretty pissed off now just yeah. because of the amount of taxes we pay and, and the service we're well, getting back we, yeah the road out front they finally started construction on it it's been going for months oh, they've made God, no dude. progress over yeah, the last they, month they, they, i haven't seen anybody out there in like i don't know two months thanks unions great job stuff ain't getting done now but by all means let's pay more in school tax absolutely black community do you not see how Democrats always just manipulate and utilize you for their own benefit and they keep you poor? Now they want to keep you ignorant. And you're going to wonder when you go out there and you got these, these people of color, apparently, that can't go out there and, you know, do basic operations in a business and you get fired. And they're going to say, oh, it's racism. And ultimately, it goes back to white liberals in education that utilized you to promote an agenda. Five years. You don't have to have any. Oh, my God. Then what's the point of even going to school? Your incentivization now is gone. Babysitting. Man, you think you think the, the outcomes were bad now? They're going to be 10 times worse in five years because there's nothing holding them accountable. It's like, hey, guys, um, we're going to teach you basic history of whatever. 
We're going to learn this for the next year. And by the way, did I, did I fail to mention that at the end of this year, there's no test. It just is what it is. What are you going to do? You think these kids really give a damn about half the stuff they learn? Probably not. I mean, I know I didn't. Yeah. And look at me now. <laughs> no, probably not the best example, but still, but still. In five years, no, no tests. My other thing is, what does this do for their college entrances? You know, I mean, front you, of the line, buddy. Front of the line, buddy. Get the get the get the colored people in here right now because you know why? Asians, you got to take a back seat. Asians, especially. It's like, sorry guys, no more Asian because you guys are we're dominating because your culture is so yeah, wonderful. We're, we're gonna do this on skin color only. I love that these questions a lot of people have been asking, and I know it's probably just clickbait. So I was like, but are certain cultures better than others? And people are like, no, that's racist. Like, absolutely, yes, they are. Absolutely. I visited a lot of cultures all around the world. Absolutely. And almost every single one is better than Middle Eastern culture. Hands down. Hands down. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I'm really curious to see what that's going to do for college entrances. Because if you, how can you, how can you calculate a GPA on that? If there's no test, where's your GPA coming from? I don't think it matters. You don't think so? I mean, it has to matter. Because it wasn't it Asian kids who had like the highest scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But kids who were happened to be black would get mm-hmm. get in preferential treatment. Right. Yeah. How is so, that not racist and favoritism? I'm sorry. There should be nothing on that box that fills out that requires you to give your race, your sex. It doesn't matter. It's all about the performance. America has become a complete joke. Complete joke on the international stage where that's concerned. Um, Mark Meadows. You've seen this. Um, Mark Meadows uh, immune, is given immunity in exchange for testimony about Donald Trump and the 2020 election reports say. Mark Meadows, the former president, Donald Trump's chief of staff, was granted immunity in exchange for testifying under oath about Trump's role in attempting to overturn the 2020 election results, ABC News reports. Key facts, Meadows spoke with special counsel Jack Smith's team, which is leading the case against Trump for his attempts to overturn the election and his mishandling of classified documents at least three times this year. ABC News reported citing anonymous sources familiar with the matter. He testified in front of a federal grand jury only after Smith gave him immunity, the reports say. Oh, they're going for Trump hard now. And they're they're all flipping. They were all flipping on him. Meadows, so? yeah, Meadows did. Jenna Ellis, I got her. She uh, she just testified. She flipped on Trump. Um, there's more coming out about this guy. Um, Meadows told Smith's team that the Trump was dishonest to voters when he claimed he won the election on November 30th, 2020, and that following the election, he told Trump a number of times the voter fraud claims were baseless, despite saying his book that election was stolen and rigged. Um, so now people don't know what to believe. They don't know they, what to believe. I think they know what to believe. No, I'm talking about the people, not, not the people that are not these, these liars. Because, I mean, when you've got all of Trump's team, you, you can make the case that they are basically trying to prosecute Trump and pressuring his people into flipping on him through, right. you know, yeah. uh, judicial, uh, I wouldn't even say harassment. I would say judicial pressure, if you will. And a lot of these people don't have the money to fight this, right. which, again, shows you the judicial, judicial, yeah, judicial system is inherently flawed. But at the same time, I mean... I don't, what if they were lying for Trump? What if they were lying and saying that, you know, we're going to repeat what Trump says. He pays us. He's, he's our go-to guy. And then they start coming out and they saying, released the audio of Trump talking to the, uh, was it attorney general in Georgia mm-hmm. after the election? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very clear. They that should. He, I agree. They, they should. They already released it. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, he wasn't telling them to, you mm-hmm. know, uh, 
make up votes. Mm -hmm. He said there was enough fraudulent votes mm -hmm. that just needed 11,000 more votes. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. It wasn't. I mean, going, what happened in Wisconsin at like what? Two, or was it Wisconsin? Which state was, was it? Michigan. Michigan. Wisconsin. Two o'clock in the morning, the massive spike in Dominion software. But at the same yeah. time, though, it's just kind of like, I'm sorry, the water's become so murky right now. It's like, I don't even know what to believe. I, and I just feel like I want to put this whole crap behind us because I'm over this. I am so over this. And I feel like right now, especially on Twitter, I'm watching a lot of people out there talking about like when Trump brings up the election, people are tired of hearing about it. It's like, look, we got to move on. But I did see that uh, DeSantis was campaigning with this one guy out of New Hampshire. And he said, look, what's being done about this now is securing the elections. That's right. what we need to focus on. He's like, yeah. focusing on the 2020 being stolen is like, you're not going to win this. We need to move, and I'm paraphrasing, we need to move on and secure the elections. I, I he, agree with that. That's what I think Trump should have done to begin with was fortifying the elections. But Trump didn't, though. That, I know. That's what I think that's one what of pissed his me off about mistakes him. was. It was... But you don't need every state, but you just need yeah. most states. Well, a lot of the important states, specifically the swing, the swing states state, right now, yeah. yeah, which we're watching Iowa on that one. Um, we're going to see where that's going as far as DeSantis versus Trump in the primaries over there. But I do want to see. Yeah, I, the thing was that pissed me off is Trump said he called it. Yeah, he, he called knew it had, before it even happened. It's like, okay, yeah. then what are you doing right. to help prevent this? And then the CARES Act, he signs. Yeah. And then he, he sends all this. You know, it, it doesn't make sense to me that if you look at the inconsistency of what Trump said, he said that they're going to do a lot of cheating with mail-in ballot voting. Then why are you funding it? He funded it. So it's kind of like, dude, you keep saying that this is how they're going to do it, but you're not putting any preventative measure or at least attempting to putting any preventative measures in place to prevent this cheating from occurring. But he signs the CARES Act. It gives so much money for them to cheat. It doesn't make sense to me. So his actions say one thing and his words say something completely different. So I'm, I'm confused on this one. But I just feel like, look, I just want a leader that's going to say, look, this is what they're going to do and this is what we're going to do to curb and, and, and stop this. And I, I got to say, I see DeSantis doing a lot of this. I yeah. see him doing a lot of this, so it's just kind of well, like, I know dude. It's here in Texas too. Do what? Here, it's here in Texas too. They've I'm I'm ashamed of Abbott. I think Abbott is one of these bandwagoners. He was watching DeSantis. He was watching DeSantis take a lot of heat and Christy Noem for the stances they were taking. Then Abbott was like, you know what? We're gonna do it too. But it was like, dude, you should have been the first one. Yeah. You should have been the first one to stand up in the great state of Texas and say, we're not gonna do this. Absolutely not. But instead, we were closed for like what a month, two months. I think it was longer. I forget. Yeah, it was an extended it was period of time. Like it, we yeah. weren't the freest state in no. the country for sure. No, not and it's I mean, a, it's a damn was, shame. It's like a damn our shame. Church, they shut our church down. Yep. Uh, you couldn't go in. They yep. had police patrolling it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It's ridiculous. We need. Yeah, it's 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 gotten to the point my, now where. Uh, he's not my. Um. But uh, he's he's flipped on Trump. He's now testifying against them. Jenna Jenna Ellis, I know her from Twitter. Uh, we've we've spoken on occasion. I, I don't really have beef with her. I don't know a lot about her history. Uh, but anyway, she actually just pleaded out. Um, former Donald Trump attorney Jenna uh, Jenna Ellis broke her silence for the first time since pleading guilty to a felony count related to the Fulton County election interference case. Ellis took to X, formerly Twitter, on Wednesday morning. That's what your new name is now. Why did Elon do that? Because everything is now X, formerly known as Twitter. Prince, formerly known as what? Dude, you should just why? Why? What's the point? I know. X is stupid. Because X go and give it to you. Because that's a new name. It's X, formerly known as Twitter. Why couldn't you just stick with Twitter? On Wednesday morning, posting a message that appeared. Okay, so this is what she testified as. Or at She went into court, and this was her live reading. Let me go ahead and pause it here. And go over there. I'm going to make sure the audio is good. Stand by. All right, here we go. This is Jenna uh, testifying in court. Hold on. This is uh, 
I think this happened either yesterday or the day before. So let's let's pull this up. Thank you, Your Honor, for the opportunity to address the court. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously, and I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. Thank you, that, was, that was her testimony. Um, so basically, her uh, the judge gave her a five thousand dollar fine and five years probation. She she took the plea deal. That's her that's her choice there. A lot of people were not in favor of it, but at the same time, when the federal government railroads you like this, what are you supposed to do? Like Maybe what are you not cry. Well, I mean, she's probably scared. I mean, I'm not I'm not justifying it by any stretch of the you imagination, know, but I mean, still. Dealing of that caliber of people, like the president of the United States, and you see how much yeah. heat he is taking mm -hmm. over the past four years, three years of his uh, political career. Mm -hmm. If you get into that, then you better know that you're in for a fucking shit show. Well, and that I, people I, are going to be coming after you. I mean, you look at his yeah, attorneys. Yeah. They go after the, the attorneys that he has and threaten them to to uh, disbar them. They're dogpiling them. Uh, they yeah. censured her. I forget yeah. which in which state it so was. If you're and the federal government is definitely, involved, they're going way too far. Yeah, you got to you gotta harden yourself up and not cry on national television yeah. about something that you were... It doesn't look good, but at the same time, of. they gave her an easy way out, and this sets a precedence now to where more and more people are going to flip because that, that sentencing, that ain't shit. That ain't nothing. Five years probation, a $5,000 fine, no. So what that means is a lot of people that were once with Trump are saying, wait a minute, I can probably skirt out of this. Yeah, and they're probably like, look at look exactly. at General Flynn. Look at Mike Flynn, what mm -hmm. we did to him. Mm -hmm. He was innocent. All these people are innocent. Yep. They didn't do anything wrong. Yep. But we live in a police state now. That's why I can kind of agree that I don't like Donald Trump. I don't like what he brings to the table and still agree with the fact that the federal government is going way too far on this one. Because, again, this all revolves around January 6th. It Stup all, it all revolves stupid. around January 6th and the stealing of votes, all this other stuff. It's like, look, man, I... <sighs> There were so many things handled incorrectly on all sides on this one. And I feel like we've just been in this tailspin for the last two or three years. And that's why the GOP has been so divided and scattered. Now that we've got a new Speaker of the House, hopefully, hopefully we can start seeing some things get done. But watch, we'll watch. See. We'll I'll see if they can keep the 12 subcommittees. And instead of like doing an omnibus bill, they can do independent bills. We'll see. That's how it should be. That's well, how I think it's supposed he, to be. I think he said he would. But then McCarthy said the same thing. But McCarthy was also gaining some ground in certain areas as far as uh, negotiating with the left on certain bills that wasn't publicized. But at the same time, you know, Gates goes in there, does his thing. Now, we'll see. I think Gates is going to probably chalk this up to a win. And naturally, I called this weeks ago. I said, watch for Matt Gates. Whoever gets elected is going to say, this is what it looks like to drain the swamp. Now, if this guy, if this Johnson dude Did does... Did you just say that? Hang on. What? Hang on one second. What's up? I think... Uh I think DC Drano tweeted that. What? This is what it looks like to drain the swamp. Oh, yeah. They all tweet that. They all, Matt Gates tweets it, Drano, they all do that. This swamp narrative, like, I'm, I'm so over it. It's just corruption. 
Call it what it is. It's corruption. Q, trust a plan. Dude, stop, stop. It's ridiculous. But that's what they do. So they'll, they'll use this, this fabrication of the invisible. Day. Ooh, the boogeyman. That's what it means to fight the boogeyman. Really? So Matt Gates going to chalk this up as a win. Say so this is what it looks like for democracy to win and to have people. Blah, 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 blah. I guarantee it. So now watch Johnson's actions. We'll see what this guy does. If he does anything that's contrary to what Matt Gates wants and Matt Gates doesn't go out there and try and do it again, Matt Gates is a hypocrite. You've opened the door now to where it's like, you better hold these standards and apply them to every single person that, that, that attempts that, or does get elected a speaker. Yeah, I don't think he does this again. Oh, he's not going to do that. He, it'd, oh, be, it'd, be, it'd be career suicide. He's probably like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. Skin of my teeth. But again, in MAGA, he's going to go down as a hero. He's going to go down as a hero. To some people, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, but you read, you read the comments on this. No, there was no plan. Yeah, he didn't have a plan. He Anarchy just, is not a plan. Just pulled the ripcord. Rob Nor, if you're listening, that's one of my things. Anarchy is not a plan. It's not. Change needs to happen, but I guess. Is it not a plan? Seems like it worked for I mean, BLM technically, it is Antifa. a plan. It really did. But again, at the same time, though, they had people of color go up there and they just utilized them to raise money and stuff and grift like crazy. So that was anarchy. It was. Free 85-year-old grandma reveals what it's really like in Gaza tunnels where hostages are held. Yeah, this is this is real. Uh, in the midst of massacres and kidnappings, an 85-year-old Israeli grandmother abducted and freed by Hamas terrorists has revealed what it was like being held in the terrifying maze of tunnels under Gaza. Kibbutz resident, uh, one of an estimated 220 hostages taken violently by Hamas on October 7th, endured a nightmarish two weeks as a prisoner in what she called a spider web of tunnels underneath Gaza Strip before being released late Monday with another woman, 79-year-old Nurit Cooper. She says, I've been through hell, uh, nearly whispering while talking to reporters at Ishilov Hospital in Tel Aviv. They went rampant in our kibbutz. Uh, she said of the terrorists who invaded her home at the near Oz kibbutz in southern Israel. They blew up the electric fence, that special fence uh, that cost $2.5 billion to build, but didn't help with anything, she added. Um, it's almost like the government that is there to protect you does a horrible job of doing that. You know yeah. what the best protection was? Arm your citizens. Yeah. Israel's government's got a lot of blood on their hands. So people say John's, John's you know, he just, he's the Goyim. He loves Jew. Look, Israel's wrong. Your government was wrong. I'm sorry. There should be trials for those that are helping because they said, well, they let the outlandish areas arm their citizens. No, everyone gets armed. Everyone gets armed. And when then an invasion, like, I mean, I still remember, folks, I still remember the videos of Hamas walking through the streets with AK-40s, everything. And what were Israeli citizens forced to do? Run and hide. You had no means of defending yourself. Imagine if that happened in, in America. Imagine if we had a Russian invasion force of paratroopers that drop in, Wolverines, but you had nothing to defend yourself with, except, oh, we better cross our fingers and hope that the police come and the military gets activated. Folks, at that point, it's a matter of life and death in seconds and minutes, not hours and days or months, weeks even. It, no, it's now, here and now. Israel should have let all of their citizens be armed. The blood of those innocent victims that were murdered is on the Israeli government and equally on Hamas. You could have prevented this. You could have prevented this. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Israeli government should be held accountable. And I don't know why that's not more of a mainstream discussion point. Governments, especially the American governments, be like, well, ours won't because, you know, we got an anti 2 up president administration. Oh, guns are so bad. You certainly love sending guns to Ukraine and Israel. 
Well, not Israel yet, but it's coming. They don't need it. She described how abductors grabbed and laid her on a motorcycle before speeding off with her through thick bushes. She said as she was beaten with sticks during the ride, the young men hit me on the way. They didn't break my ribs, but it was painful and I had difficulty breathing. The terrorists also stole her jewelry and watch on the way to the hiding place. She brought us to, or excuse me, they brought us to the entrance to the tunnels. We arrived in the tunnel and walked for kilometers on wet dirt, she added. There's a giant system of tunnels like spider webs. Hamas' vast matrix of tunnels comprises stuffy, narrow, labyrinth passages with little oxygen. Military experts told NBC News that Israel is at a disadvantage when it comes to facing off against Hamas underground, where Israel's technology superiority cannot help. It's like being underwater, said retired Army General Lieutenant Mark Schwartz, who ran U.S. security coordination in Israel and Palestine Authority from 2019 to 2021. I have been in the tunnels, and once you go down, you quickly lose all sense of direction and all sense of time, said Daphne Richman Barak, an assistant professor at Israel's Reichman University, who founded the International Working Group on Subterranean Warfare, and it, consider, it is considered to have written the most comprehensive book on the subject. The consensus is that you only really send your soldiers in the tunnel as a measure of last resort, maybe to get hostages. According to a 2016 report in the journal Geopolitics, the tunnels used for moving equipment and ammunition are typically around six and a half feet tall and only have about and only about a foot wide. Wow. That's incredible. I'm glad she's safe. I'm glad they, glad they released her. Um, now there's talks of Qatar brokering a deal of hostage releases and the Israel backing off. This is where we're at. I, I called this one too. I said Hamas is taking those terrorists for prisoner, prisoner negotiations later. And it's going to paint Israel bad if they say no. You murdered all these people. You steal the hostages back. And then when Israel tries to retaliate, you say, hey, don't, and we'll give you your hostages back. It sends another message. It's exactly what Biden has done. It sends another message. It's like, no, you're going to release the hostages or we're going to level you. I would get the hostage at level them anyway. Yeah. You cannot show respect. You cannot be truthful with people that are not truthful to you. It doesn't work that way. All it does is put you in a very bad disposition to get taken advantage of repeatedly. That's not what Israel should be doing. These are scum. These are animals barbarians, you treat them as such. Americans lack the balls and conviction to fight this war the way it needs to be fought. Israel doesn't. That's why America needs to stay out of it. Did you hear that, libertarians? Are you, did you get it? Or America needs to stay out of Israel's way. Let them do the job because Americans can't. It's pathetic. What did I have tweeted up on this? Um, oh, this is uh, the whole big spiel about uh, DeSantis's lack of free speech. Okay. The group isn't being banned for speech. Their toolkit, these are the pro-Hamas, pro-military, excuse me, pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian um, people in America that are calling for, you know, the genocide needs to stop, yada, yada, yada. They're anti-Semites. Now, people are going to say, to make the announcement of your support for Gaza, that doesn't violate free speech. You're right. You, you have the free speech to do that. Nobody, nobody's questioning that. But it doesn't stop there, folks. So when Candace Owens reported on this initially, she got it wrong. The group isn't being banned for speech. Their toolkit explicitly invites members to provide support for Hamas and to join them as members of Operation Al-Aqsa Flood, the name of the Hamas operation where atrocities were committed on civilians on October 7th. Um, Day of Resistance Toolkit Introduction. National Students for Justice in Palestine is calling for a National Day of Resistance on college campuses across occupied Turtle Island internationally this Thursday, October 12, 2023. 
On the 50th anniversary of the 1973 war, resistance in Gaza, blah, 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 launched a surprise attack. Okay, we're Today, we witnessed a historic win for Palestinian resistance across land, sea, and air. Our people have been broken down the artificial barriers of the Zionist entity, taking with the, the facade, uh, facade to the as an impenetrable settler colony, reminding each of us that the total return and liberation to Palestine is near. As the Palestinian student movement, we have an unshakable responsibility to join the call for mass mobilization. National liberation is near. Glory to our resistance, to our martyrs, and to our steadfast people. Um, Israel is fragile. The act, this action of resistance shatters the illusion of Israel as an impenetrable, indestructible entity. The Zionist entity is fragile and Palestinian resistance is alive. The IOF are still in disarray and the resistance fighters are still launching new attacks into 48. Um, we, as Palestinian, student, as Palestinian students in exile, are part of this movement, not in solidarity, not in solidarity with this movement. So they literally say, we're part of it. We don't, we don't just stand, we are part of it. You, you, you acknowledge you're a part in support of a terrorist organization. That's against the law. That is against the law. This is a movement of mobilization for all Palestinians. We must act as part of this movement. All our efforts continue the work and resistance of Palestinians on the ground. So DeSantis said, no, you're banned. They should be in prison. They should be tried. This is treason. This is the exact example of treason, folks. But instead, you get Candace Owens out there. Ah, it's against free speech. Not really. When you want to join an organization, that'd be like saying, hey, it's okay to go join Bin Laden to try and take down the world trade. That's being an enemy of America. That goes beyond free speech. That's treason. Such things still exist. I know that our country has a very poor habit of actually making those cases because we don't want to because we're so mentally weak. Bergdahl, treason. All these people, treason, executed. Nope. They are given a minimum prison sentence, pardoned, and let out on the streets to go be anti-American rhetoric-speaking morons. Bradley Manning should have been executed. America is weak. We are weak because we continue listening to weak people within our ranks. That's the problem. John, are you advocating for genocide? I don't care what you call it. Bomb Gaza into a freaking subserve just destroy it all kick them out don't care i do not care when it comes to your your feelings and your emotions don't sign up for war then because that's what war is i don't care if you like me doesn't matter israel has every right to go over there and level that shithole do it do it there you go and last most certainly not least rashida talib still has not apologized for all of her rhetoric especially involving the uh proven she wrong won't. case she's a She's a freaking, she's another Muslim extremist. Sympathizer. We literally have a terrorist sympathizer, a few of them, in our Congress. In our Congress, folks. How'd they get there? By fellow Muslim voters. Refugees. The same thing is happening at the southern border. The same thing is happening at the southern border. And liberals love it. Liberals love it. America is being invaded. We are being overwhelmed by those that hate what our country stands for. You come here to get the benefits of capitalism in a free society, but then you want to turn around and destroy it. Israeli soldiers, I would dip your bullets in pork and then go slaughter those motherfuckers. That's where I stand. I don't care. I do not care if people don't like that. You're a warmonger. <laughs> Whatever. 
Whatever you want to call me, Neo, I don't care. Israel, go wreck shop. Do your thing. All right, folks, that does it for today, for us today or on the, on the All-American Savage Show podcast. We appreciate you being here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the show. If you could, if you're watching on Rubble, make sure you hit the follow button. Kick, same thing, kick.com slash John Burke. Follow us over there. Free speech. We appreciate Rumble having a platform that actually allows us to have and do this. Uh, we'll be streaming on YouTube tomorrow. I just set it up. I forgot about to do I forgot to do that. So I appreciate all the... Uh, Heads up on that, folks. You want to support the show? Go check out shellshockcbd.com or 1920brand.com. You can support us there or become a uh, Patreon subscriber over at All American Savage Show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash All American Savage Show. We greatly appreciate that. Josh and I do this because we love getting to do this. We watch the news. It's stressful, but whatever. But again, you want to keep us going? Help support us in that way. We greatly appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, right here on uh, the All American Savage Show podcast. Until then, you got anything to add, my man? You guys have a great night. And as always, you stay savage, America.